It's time for the Full Out Cheer Podcast, brought to you by Dream Camps. Discussing all things cheerleading with some of the best industry influencers in the world. Welcome, welcome. This is Dan Cotton, and you are listening to the Full Out Cheer Podcast. I've been lucky enough to work with some of the best in the cheerleading industry over my years owning and operating Dream Camps. I realized I learned so much just sitting and listening to my staff talk that I wanted to share that experience with the rest of the cheerleading world. So I set out to sit down with my staff and do that. Just talk. So without further delay, let's get to it. All right. Well, we are uh, off and running. Uh, It's Dan Cotton here with Dream Camps, and I am very excited to have my good friend, uh, Diaz sitting down with me. What's um, up? And we're just going to be chatting with you guys. This is his first time out uh, staffing Dream Camp. He came as a, a, a coach last year. Um, and being the first Pacific Northwester here, um, I'm really excited to sit down and chat. We may probably, we'll probably divulge into like uh, Pacific Northwest cheer talk because it's a little <laughs> bit different, but. Um, for the people who don't know you, um, who are listening, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you came from in cheer and what you're up to now? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually started cheer in high school, my senior year at Lincoln and Tacoma, and then went to University of Washington where I started cheering there. Too bad. (laughs) It was a rough year. I think my last year we went 0 and 12, so it was pretty rough. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh. From there, I actually got involved with UCA and uh, Connect All-Stars, and I've been involved with them forever. I mean, I ended up retiring from UCA three years ago, and I'm still with Connect All-Stars, working with their level fives and fours. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, And so you were with UCA for like, you said 10 years? Uh, 12 years. 12 years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're retired. Does that mean... You just hung up your shoes, or is that like an official <laughs> kind I just, of retirement? I, I hung up my shoes. Yeah, I, I hit my pay cap, and I was ready to move to the next step. <laughs> got it, got it. Um, and cheer has pretty much been your your main gig. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. No, yeah, that's the only thing I've been doing since college. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Connect All Stars, for those that uh, don't know that program, would you mind telling us a little bit just about yourselves you guys have had some pretty exponential growth in the last yeah couple of years. well we started as connect all stars um oh yeah connect northwest sorry <laughs> i say it wrong all the time <laughs> we got our new owners tracy and jody that just took over in well a while ago it's been a while now but they uh they changed to connect here northwest which has done leaps and bounds they have done amazing work with that program we uh, we went from uh, i want to say 70 to almost 300 athletes yeah so yeah they've done amazing amazing work with that program yeah good people too oh they're amazing yes i love them they take good care of us yeah yeah i imagine they would be good people to actually (laughs) yeah Um, they're awesome (laughs) they're like a client of dream camp so i'm more just like nervous about making them happy (laughs) (laughs) oh they're always happy um but yeah uh so you coach level five now six yes um and level four you're right okay um how long have you been doing uh the world's program um, three years, uh, before I left for, I totally forgot. I, I was a director at uh, leap forest and tri cities for like okay. two years, but like before I left, I was working with our level five team, um, swag. Um, that was our first all girl team and they did decently. Uh, but 
since I've gotten back from Tri Cities, I've worked with the fives now six for uh, I want to say three years. Okay. Yeah. Um, and between level six and level four, do you have a favorite? Oh, I do. I, I really like level four. That's like my go-to. Me too. <laughs> I love my level six kids. And yeah. I, I would never want to give it up, but like I love level four. Yeah. I don't know what it is about four. I just, it's just, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, I don't know what it is either. I, I just like the level. I, I've talked to a couple people about it and it's like, it's very, it's very technical. Uh-huh. Like you have, you have some creativity and, but in level four, like people are all throwing the skills. Right. Right. So it really comes down to that, that technical side of it, mm-hmm. the performance side. Um, and it's just really fun. Right. I don't know. I just love it. Yeah, me too. It's a, it's definitely an addiction. <laughs> and now you also coach, you have, uh, you, well, are they both co-ed this year? Yes. They're both co-ed they're this both year. Both co-ed. Yeah. Last year they were all girl. Co-ed. Yeah. All grown co-ed preference between all girl and co-ed. I prefer all girl better. Like yeah. just the co-ed boys. I mean, I, I love them. Don't get me wrong, but they just talk and chat and just big distraction where all girls just, they're all a unit. <laughs> I found, I like, so me, I've had mixed bag. Really? I, and I don't know which I prefer. Mm. Like, so dream. Okay. Yeah. Was, giant co-ed all team. girl, which we were all girl for a long time. Like really long time. We've only been co-ed for six years. I think we're going into our six year co-ed. Okay. Um, of our of our twelve. Being, wow. Being a, a world's team, and man, all girl was like they were so mean to each other. Oh really? Like the drama. So now, granted, they're like I have got all girl girls that still literally live together, mm-hmm. and they're twenty six now, you know, <laughs> and they're still living together, but. Um, I don't know, like the boys, like they like leveled it out almost. Yeah, I mean, with the older ones, I guess I can see that. They kind of (laughs) just. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But at the same time, I love, like, I love my old girl four. And they are super tight. (laughs) Maybe, I think it's more just probably the coaching side of it. Like, what what standard do you set from a leadership perspective? Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, So. What's new with cheer for you? What, what are you really excited about this year? Um, I'm excited with the, I mean, I'm excited with the level change. We got a new, we had to change out our C5 team since they're no longer a five, they're a six now. And the kids, all the athletes came up with the name Twilight because it's a purple. Uh-huh. And they like want to keep that same color scheme going. So I don't, I don't know how that's going to work the name. I mean, like I'll get excited for it, but I'm just curious how they're going to chant it. Twilight. I don't know. That's what, <laughs> sounds weird, but I'm I'm excited for the year. I'm excited for the new team. We've I, my Obsidian team, my Junior Five team is like disbanded now between both uh, our five and six. Really? Yeah, all aged up. Yeah, so we don't have an Obsidian anymore. But the six has been it's it's stacked. So I'm I'm excited. I mean, I wouldn't say stacked. That's kind of knock on wood right now. But I, but they're uh, well leveled. Yes, they're well leveled. That's, I mean, I'm, su- I'm excited for that for Twilight. Uh, <laughs> although in my mind, they're still C5. Yeah, um, I get that. <laughs> I was a big pusher of the C6. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I must have text hacked her like four different times. I'm like, C6, C6. But I know it sounds like C6. Um, um, but I was like, yeah, I just like, I like C5 and throw it in a six. I don't care. Uh-huh. Uh, Keep but, it going. <laughs> yeah, I loved Obsidian. Yeah, dude. Like, and that was. They were. For being from the Pacific Northwest, 
which people oftentimes kind of underestimate cheer out here mm-hmm. um, to field a legit junior five. Now, June, well, I guess there isn't a junior six. Yeah. Um, is Possibly. There? I think so. I don't know. There's so many dang levels. <laughs> um, but okay. So last year to field a legit junior five and it was, it wasn't even a small Jafe. It wasn't super small. Was it? No, it wasn't super small, but it was small. Yeah. It was like, but you were close to the 20. Yeah. We had eight, we had 18, 18, yeah. 19. Yeah. Only a pretty legit number of junior age. And you had like legit level five, like double fulls, standing fulls, standing fulls. Yeah, like they were good. They were hard workers, man. Really, really legit <laughs> kids. Um, that's impressive. So it's sad to see. Yeah. I mean, age happens. Right. right. It was sad though. I mean, that team was super bonded and hard workers. I mean, I'd come to practice 15 minutes early mm-hmm. and half that team would already be there like stunting before I even got there, like throwing their series. I'm like, that was awesome. Like to see that, that was really cool. But it's also cool to see now walking into practice and seeing my level six do that mm-hmm. just on their own. Right. Like without me asking them to do that. So, I mean, it's definitely carried through, but I do miss that J5 team. They were fun. They were fun kids. So having coached for a long time, do you mm-hmm. uh, have a particular style approach? How you... <laughs> well, if you ask my athletes, they say I'm, they say I'm hardcore, but... I'm, I'm just very big on respect and, you know, like if I ask you to do something, do it, you know, and it's not for my benefits for your benefit. So, I mean, yeah, I do get mad, especially when the kids talk over me or talk while I'm talking or not focusing, but, and that's usually how they always see me. It's just Diaz is mad, but like they've actually this year since figuring out how I coach as, as a team, they've been insane. So, I mean, like I haven't yelled once. I haven't gotten mad. I've actually had so much fun because they're working harder than I'm asking them to work. So when the athletes finally finish, figure out my style of coaching, right. it's actually fun for them. But in between when I have to like drag them up the hill and tell them to do stuff, then it's like, Oh, Diaz is, Diaz is mad again. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I go, I'm, I run hot and cold, but it's all out of love. It's all for their benefit. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, being one of the few truly by numbers D1 programs in the Pacific Northwest, there's not a lot, like three? Yeah, it's by numbers, I think. Like truly by numbers. Some teams choose to go D1. Right. But like actually having I think it's numbers. I think it's just us and Envy. Just, but oh, Sonic. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's right, because they share the locations. Yeah. Yeah, so it's us and Sonic and MB. How, how is that? Like, uh, I mean, it, competitions are super fast, and that's one thing I, I wasn't a fan of because it's like we would get there early until like, like 8 a.m. till almost 11 or 12, and then we would be done for the day. And then D2 comes in. Right. So, I mean, like, it sucks because I don't get to see you guys. We always miss each other. I don't get to see all the people that like I've done all-star with my whole life right. here in this area. So, I mean, it kind of sucks. But at the same time, I mean, it's kind of nice too. So, it's a, it's a double-edged <laughs> sword. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, do you feel it's a, an advantage or a disadvantage in terms of prepping your kids for the larger national stage when they're going to see those other teams? Um. It's definitely pushed us as a as a program. I can say that because 
man, our level one team came from nothing to second yeah. place. So, yeah. and that's, that's taken some time from summit. You know, they came in, they cut seventh, they went back, they didn't win. And then they took second. And then on top of that, you know, our J five took fourth and we had a whole bunch of teams hitting this year compared to last year. Right. We had none. So, I mean, like maybe three, we had three out of the seven that we took. Yeah. And this year we took, we got five out of the eight that we took. So, yeah. I mean, just, I feel like it's building us as a program and it's making us push a little harder, Yeah. but I definitely feel like, like if we were in like D2, we, I feel like it, it, we wouldn't have to push as hard, but we'd still be like, you, I don't know how to explain yeah. it. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, do you feel your kids are, uh, uh, are prepped? To go up against those D1 gyms. Right. Not from the Northwest. Yeah. Who's a little bit ahead of us, a little, like, as far as, like, the yeah. times of cheer. Yeah, it is hard. It, it's, it's rough. It's very rough. I mean, Woodlands Elite, California All-Stars, right. like, all of them. Yeah, especially when we go to NCA, it's a, it's a calm down. <laughs> yeah, do you think, do you feel like your kids get a little starstruck? Oh, 100. Like, oh, 100. Yes, they do. As soon as they see Cheer Extreme or California All-Stars, they're just like, oh, my God, fangirl. Starts setting in, and then they're like, wait, we're going against them? Yes. That drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, walk in like you're going to win. That's what I'm saying. It's a mental war, and you guys yeah. are losing. <laughs> yeah. But we have that. I mean, so we're going back to NCA this year. I, I told you last night. Yeah. We're going back. Haven't, haven't been. We went to Cheer Sport last year and had some decent success, with, especially with my four. Um, and our, our junior three did really well at cheer sport and, um, they did well, but like, I don't know what it is. I swear we've gone to NCA before and it's like, they get there and it's like, <gasps> right. And all of a sudden a routine that was a zero leaving is like five points in deductions and you're looking around <laughs> for whoever's shooting your athletes. Out of the yeah, and, right. Where's the sniper? You got kids walking around the back <laughs> of the mat lost and not knowing where they're supposed to go. And I will have to say this though. Yes. I mean, that happens a lot. Like that, ha that's happened the two years that we've taken our team there. I'm not going to lie. But since then moving towards summit, because they went through that, right. like it was so much better. And it was like, they were, they were more mentally in mindset. So when we got to summit and those, saw those big names, it didn't really affect them as much anymore. Yeah. So I just feel like just through time is the more we go, the less it's going to affect them. Yeah. Do you think it's uh? I mean, and I have my opinion, obviously, do you think it's hard coming from the West coast, especially the Northwest, um, to prepare your teams if you don't get out and like re legit travel out to to Dallas to Atlanta to some of these bigger events I yeah I do I mean I there's I mean you can't really like we in the I feel like in the northwest like we have teams that are really strong stunting or really strong tumbling but it's not really both but like it in when we leave and we go other places it's like everybody's maxing out everything, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's making us look at different things and like our styles of coaching and what other elements can we bring into it for next year? Or what's the, what's the cut that we can do that people are doing? Like, why are they so far ahead and we're not? I mean, they have crap ton of numbers for sure, but like, what's the trick? You know what I mean? So we get back as a staff every summit and we, we sit around and we're like, we need to do this instead of this, we need to do this. And like a big, huge powwow. And then we try to see if we implement that this year. And then we go for the pros and cons every summit and we see if what we can do different and how we can better it. Uh, one of the things I'm so impressed with having seen your staff and seen your, your teams is one, the longevity, like you have people who've been at connect for, a long time yeah <laughs> not just one like 
quite a few of you have been there for a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure you get this all the time for a while. I thought you and Hecker were like together, (laughs) right? Because you were always together. (laughs) Right. Just like people used to think with me and Cher, they'd be like, is that, is that your wife? And I'm like, (laughs) we'd both immediately be like, God, no. (laughs) And I'll be like, here's my wife. She's the other owner. Um, but, uh, I've just been, I'm, I'm impressed with the longevity that you have and like the collaboration that you guys seem to really live out. Like mm-hmm. It's impressive. What is it about Connect? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing over there? We're very family oriented. Like everything we do is family. We break on family. We, you know, we come in and there's family on the wall. Then like, we really like to preach that. So even if our kids leave our program and go somewhere else because they weren't feeling this, like we still try to keep that family touch with them, you know, like see them at competitions. Hey, go get it. Yeah. We got your back. You yeah. know what I mean? But like those things kind of carry on because they, those athletes tend to come back Mm -hmm. and then when they stay, they stay for a long time. Like Josh, I don't know if you know, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I coached him at at connect his his senior year and then he went off to Hawaii. And then when he finished, uh, then he went to WSU and when he finished all that, he came home, started coaching again. Same thing with Courtney, same thing with, you know, just like we have a lot of alumni that are just like, man, I miss it. I want to come back. Right. And then they come back and then just stay. And like our owners are super, super cool with like trying to f- fix the schedule for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They like really, really like, okay, well, he works on Friday, so he can't coach Friday, but he really wants to coach this team. And they, they like rack their brains trying to schedule the, the gym just to base it off of people's schedules. It's hard for us for five teams. <laughs> I bet. Like for five teams, we're, we're like racking our brains and trying to make it work with schedules. And I can't even imagine with 13, 14 teams. Yeah. It's about 14 teams this yeah. year. Yeah. It's, it's rough, but we also have a, a lot of staff. <laughs> right. That does help. Yeah. But most of you coach two teams. Yes. Mo- yeah. Most of us do. I think Courtney coaches three. three. Yeah. She told me today. Yeah. Plus her high school. No big deal. So yeah. she's not busy. <laughs> no. No, she's good. <laughs> so uh, you're going to be single before you're married. Right. <laughs> <laughs> never never see your fiance. <laughs> I know how that is. Uh, everyone's like, oh, it must be nice being married to your, your business partner. And I'm like, I mean, I don't see her. When I see her, yeah, yeah. it's nice. <laughs> They're like, oh, but you work together. And I'm like, yeah, she's working over there and I'm working over here. And it's like, you know, you wave across the room. Um is there anything I, I just, it's so impressive. Like I know you preach family, but every gym preaches. Family. Yeah. Touche. Like, touche. Like it just seems, and maybe, maybe, I, maybe it's that outside looking in, it looks better than it actually is, <laughs> but it seems like you guys do such a good job of not having an ego driven style, like staff. Like it, you just, just it, seems like everyone wants to work together and make connect better, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we've all been with the former owners. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us were with the former owners before these ones took over. So like it, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a lot different because they hear our voice. They want it. They want to make changes. And if they, they don't like something you like, they'll put a little spin on it and then they'll, you know, they'll make you like, look at it a different way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they're really, 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 really picky in who the people they hire. Like if they don't fit the mold, right. then, then it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like we we've had a couple of people apply, and it just I don't know, just didn't swing. You know right. what I mean? 
So, so it's, it's very Tracy and Jody. Yes. 100, 100 took that one. Okay. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no shock there, but it's impressive. I'm going to have to get them on a podcast. Yeah, well, you should. Yeah. Um, so with all the changes in cheer, uh-huh. what are, how are you feeling about um, any opinions on the changes to the score sheet this year? What are you thinking? I do like how it's getting a little bit more based on cleanliness. I feel like that's getting that's going back to like the old school cheer where it's yeah. like you drop your out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that. I do think it's better with the um, the technical scores as far mm-hmm. as like your drivers kind of get it more cleanliness towards like gymnastics and possibly even safer. But I feel like every year these scores keep changing to a point where it's like, okay, we got it, got the situation for next year. And then as soon as they switch it, they're like, ah, we don't want to see showy. We want to see clean. And then the next year they're like, right. wow, we actually kind of want to see some showy. Yeah. <laughs> Our judges are falling asleep. Right. We need so some performance. I just, it's, I guess that's my problem. It's like, cause every time I come in, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make it showy as crap next year. And they're like, ah, it's not clean enough. And I'm like, oh man. So every time I'm in that loop, but I feel, I don't know. I feel like things are starting to get a little bit more solidified. I do still think that they need to play around with the standing tumbling with fours, fives and sixes. It still doesn't make sense to me that fours do hand and tucks, fives do hand and lays, and then six goes double. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe like push it back one more, but I'm, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm sure they will. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think that standing tumbling one is hard mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and it's definitely a weird one with that. I mean, and you got your, you, you got your like rules side and then your score side, kind of different, those different entities. I was really excited about the changes in level one and two with USASF. Okay. Like, like the ability to now actually pass above prep. Oh yeah. To, in a, in a two footed stunt in mm-hmm. level one, like, Oh, I can do an appropriate bump down now. Like perfect. <laughs> right. Not- like, yeah. Oh, you cradled, but you didn't sweep it. So that was illegal. Like, well, but it was technically correct. And safer. <laughs> it was safer. That's you know? the biggest thing. Yeah. And same thing with like your level twos. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, you drove that lib and it went above their eye level before it settled at prep. You mean like it should? <laughs> like we're teaching these kids to just muscle it up to prep level, and then right. they go to level three, and we're like to the top, <laughs> figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't understand that. But so I was excited to see those changes, and I, I'm definitely of the. I, I see all the time people who are like the sky is falling, <laughs> like they're changing everything. We're all gonna the world is ending. I can never win, and it's like, well, you got to figure out how to win, you know, and. I'm super stoked about the point one drivers. Like, yes. No. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Super stoked. <laughs> Taking point twos and threes oh every time. I was like, my gosh. <laughs> well, and it's like, well, they made a little, little mistake and they made a little mistake, but it was bigger. Same. Yeah. Same, same hit. Same. It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, oh, uh. I would love to see them get away from, and I, and maybe I, I'm not reading it correctly, but I hate that if you drop, you also get an obvious mistake. Oh, like I, so a drop isn't just 0.75, it's right. like over a point. Mm-hmm. Like, You're killing me, right? Um, and then obvious mistake has well, used to they've made it now. You can do a 0.2 obvious mistake, I believe. Um, but it was like a mandatory 0.3 last year, so it was like <sighs> brutal. <laughs> just hit you, kick you while you're down. 
Literally, <laughs> literally, while you're down, you get hit twice. Um, yeah, I'm excited about some of those changes, though. I think it'll be interesting. I actually have a question for you. Give it. This what's, is a two-way conversation. <laughs> what's your thoughts on the non-tumble sixes? Um, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, I get it. Like I get what they're, what they're trying to go for. And I'm not, is it for more international? Is that what they're trying to go well, for? Well, So that's the argument I've heard. Okay. Um, I've heard the argument is it's easier for international teams to, to compete, um, and, and field teams. What I don't like about it is it takes away a huge portion of the sport. Yes. Um, and, uh, I actually was just sitting down and I talked to Luis Mercia uh, just a couple nights ago and we were talking about the international concept and he was telling me, yeah, there's some teams that, that don't have the equipment can't tell that well. He goes, but that's really not the problem. The problem is that we only hold worlds in the U S and that about 90% of the kids who are the athletes that apply for visas. Cause that's what they need to come here, get denied. So they can't, they can't field teams with their best athletes. They field teams with whoever can get visas. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't he's know like, that. There's, he goes, there's amazing athletes in these other countries. Uh-huh. They just can't do it because they get denied for the visa. And when you apply for a visa, if you get denied, you lose any money you put towards it, you don't get it back. He's like, so people don't want to try. And so a lot of these countries will field teams by going, do you have a passport and, and a visa? Okay. Now you can be on the team. Like they literally will field them based off who they can bring. Oh, wow. And so they have level one have people no to idea. level six people mm-hmm. because those are the people that do cheer that have visas. And I, my mind was like, Pfft. yeah, now nah, you just blew mine. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if we're truly trying to make it grow internationally, I get where we're coming from, but there weren't any international teams kicking butt in non-tumbling. Mm-hmm. It was, it was another title for some really great programs <laughs> that deserved to win. I'm right. not saying anything negative about them. Right. 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 Um, but I mean, what we had, we had two world's teams in the Pacific North, three world's teams in the Pacific Northwest last year. Mm-hmm. And we've been around for a while and fielding world's teams for a while. Mm-hmm. And now we have seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I certainly have my opinion on that too. Cause it's like, well, now there's now bids even get skinnier. Right. But I don't know. I, 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 I have opinions that have nothing to do with the teams. Like I totally get why gyms are deciding to field the teams and it's exciting, um, to have a world's team, but at the same time, like, but it's worlds. Like you should be able to do tumbling and stunting. That's kind of my opinion. Mm. Um, I think it dilutes things a little bit personally. And I know that's a somewhat, that's not necessarily a popular opinion. I'm sure there's people who are like, Hey, well, we like it Mm. more power to them. Um, have I entertained the idea of having a non-tumbling team? Yeah. Really? I mean, I've, I've entertained it. Okay. I don't turn myself. I'm, I'm a person who doesn't like go say no to anything without thinking about the options. That's smart. Um, but unless it's illegal or something like that, no. <laughs> uh, but thinking through the, the potentials, I also think it's kind of like, it's kind of like 4.2, which I like as a division, mm-hmm. but if you really look at the good 4.2 teams, a lot of those kids are like true level threes and level fours. Yeah. And they're just, they're competing 4.2. Mm-hmm. 
your, your 4.2s of kids that are like true level twos trying to do level four stunts. They're not a, they aren't as successful because the athleticism to perform that higher level tumbling translates into being good stunters, you know, good body awareness, yeah, good fast twitch muscles. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you, you encounter those kids that are like really strong and they're really good stunters and they maybe can't tumble, but I think those are a far, a fewer and farther between breed than a really good athlete who is good at tumbling and good at stunning. Personal opinion. Got it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Load, you got me with the loaded question. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was coming at me, so I was like, oh, shoot first. <laughs> oh, that was, that's mean, man. But, I mean, you just educated me with the whole uh, international thing, the visas. That's... That well, makes I sense. Know. I didn't know either. <laughs> I literally didn't know. I sat sitting in this chair like two nights ago. I was just like, ah, what? Yeah. Which, and maybe, maybe he's oversimplifying it. Cause mm -hmm. I can't believe that the IASF doesn't know that stuff. Um, I mean, they've got to know, right. That's, you'd think they would help them out a little bit. I don't know if they can though. Oh. They don't, I mean, what is the government need to listen to the IASF for? I like, mean, you, you make a point, solid yeah. point. <laughs> They're like, well, sorry, you know, sorry, you can't do your cheerleading. Right. Um, I think that obviously with the the push of the Olympics, if that really happened, that, that could be a positive, you know, Luis's thing was like hold worlds in another country, like whole, like, or why doesn't it bounce around? Oh yeah. Bounce around. That'd be really um, cool. You know, why does it have to be every year? Um, and does it, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have the answers to that. I mean, our divisions are primarily us based. Mm -hmm. So we could do a U.S. championships. Yeah. Like a true – because that's another thing driving me nuts. Everything's called the Nationals. Oh, absolutely. Bro, it's not a National. <laughs> no. <laughs> like it's Oregon and Washington and Idaho. And like, Idaho. It's not a Nationals. <laughs> that's a Northwest Regional. Right. Which is fine and be proud of what you did. But yeah. unless you got teams coming from all over the country, it's not a Nationals. <laughs> and just to be like, well, they could come. They were, they're allowed to come. <laughs> But they didn't, <laughs> you know, it's just, everything doesn't have to be a national. Right. Yeah, I don't know why we got to that point personally. So, um, I'm gonna hit you with a loaded question. Mm. Fire back. <laughs> Return fire. Um, if there's one thing about our industry that you could change, snap your fingers, you're the genie from Aladdin. This is how I verbalized it with everyone. You're Will Smith, painted blue. You could snap those fingers and you could change it today. What would it be and why? You can pick more than one. Hmm. You can pass if you're really going to, if it's really too hard for you. I mean, that's the one to think about for sure. I mean, I... Hmm. Okay. Actually, there's one thing that a state does that I really wish, like, as the Northwest, we can do. And it's Utah. They actually have, like, a, a coach's, like, annual. They get together monthly as a group to talk about 
like what's going on in the Northwest, you know, what people have been having problems or this, this, this with stunts or this, and they just do a huge roundtable discussion and then they split. Or if bad things are happening or they hear something negative, they get together, they talk, they have two chairmen that they vote on and they either are like, we need to fix this. You're going to talk about it. Whatever the drama is, fix it now. And then if they don't, they're out of the group. And then it's just those people. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I really, I really liked that. And I really heard of, when I heard about that last year at uh, the Utah competition, because the Northwest would be, I feel like, I feel like we would gain momentum, stride, and we'll start like meeting up to the people in the rest of the world. Because I feel like everywhere else in the world, they're working together. But there's like, you know, we have a couple of us that work really well and there's a couple of us that don't. And there's just a lot of drama yeah. here and there. And it's like, this isn't fun. Not, <laughs> it's, enough, not enough collaboration. No, not. It really isn't. And I feel like, you know, I mean, like I've worked for varsity for a long time and I've been everywhere, you know. And I just remember a lot of people are like, oh, is Washington catching up to everyone yet? Is Washington? I'm like, no, oh, man, it drives me nuts. And it's like, we're not that far behind. And we are picking up momentum. But I just feel like if we can be more, of a, a unit not so like drama-ish I feel like we yeah. can really go far yeah. so if I had to snap my fingers that would be it <laughs> I, I totally agree and I think that that's a that's an across the board thing you know there's so many gyms that you see that go out of business and mm-hmm. failing and they're they're struggling and they're not necessarily failing competitively but they like struggle financially or whatever and that's bad for all of us. That is. Right? That's and, terrible. And it's this this attitude of, well, it's all about competing for kids. Like some of the, some of the shady like recruiting and like things like that, which people are like, well, what are you telling me? I can't, I can't try and get people to join my program. No, but like, they're kids. Like we're fighting over children. Right. Like they're gonna go where they want to go. They're gonna go where they want to go, and 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 create a good product. And if they go there, great. And if they choose something else, then okay. But like. We get so like, I don't know, we, we get so protective yeah. and like, well, this is my thing. Like, I, I can't tell you my secrets. And it's like, it's, you're doing cheerleading, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, when it all comes down to it, it's just cheer. Like at the end of the day, if you're, you're doing good cheerleading, you're treating people well, mm-hmm. they're, they're probably going to stay. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, because you don't have the level they want to be on or whatever, then okay. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. But we get so protective of like, well, we need to beat them. We need to be better than them. And I think it's an, I don't think it does anything good for any of us. No, not at all. No, just, it changes the game a little bit. I mean, I actually had this conversation with uh, George and Javi from React, you know, and they, Mm -hmm. I mean, they were the ones that were like, dude, like in Louisville, we're like close. And I was like, ah. We need to do that here, you know? And he was like, yeah. yeah, you know, let's let's collaborate more. And I was like, we should. Well, I mean, let's do it. <laughs> I, I mean, we've sat down. I think we had that, like, All-Stars United meeting, and that was, like, the first time we've actually gotten oh, oh, a whole yeah. bunch of us at a table together. Dope. Um, but it was very it was very focused on what are the problems. Mm. Which, primarily, honestly, it was what are the problems with varsity. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Got it. Um, and, well, I think that's a valuable conversation. Um, I don't know if it's... Uh, there's a lot more that could be talked about, right? Right. Because it's really easy to point the finger and be like, varsity is the problem. Mm-hmm. But they're just one cog in this wheel. They're a big cog. Right. And I give varsity its fair share when my, when Troy comes to our gym and is like, all right, Dan, give me feedback. I'm like, bro, do you want feedback? Or do you just like want to talk for a few minutes? He's like, no, give me feedback. And like an hour and a half later, he left. 
because I, I have it, a lot of opinions. Yeah. And some of them are very positive. I think they do a lot of things really, really well. And they do some things that I think there are some things that can work on. We can work on. Yeah. You know? For sure. And we talked a lot about the summit and whether or not it's good for the industry and those kind of things. And that's like a, such a loaded one because it's like, well, I, but I really like to win the summit. But <laughs> I kind of like know that it maybe isn't the best thing in the world. That's really expensive. But um, yeah, man, like that's something we should, let's just do it. Like, I, you, I would love that. You get, I, I mean, get connect and react and ODT and, uh, you know, I've, we've got a decent relationship with like four or five of the Oregon gyms, but we get that all like going, like there's no reason we shouldn't, shouldn't be collaborating. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the last thing I want to see is any gym go out of business, you know, cause I, it, it, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. I mean, like the, when gyms go out of business, it sets us back even further, less competition, less people pushing you. Like there's some great coaches out there and they're doing an amazing job. I mean, my goodness, Kim Kawachi with her level four just out of nowhere. She mm-hmm. just made, and they were just insane. That woman can stunt. That woman can stunt. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> that is a so, fact. And I mean, like, and then I just, we have some really talented, talented, I mean, like Hobby and George, once again. I mean, they've had so many rings, it's not funny. Yeah. But I mean, like, I just feel like if we all just got together, it'd be great. It'd be like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Mm-hmm. You know? No one's speaking ill of each other. Just, hey, you know, like business, business partners talking about yep. what they can do different to balance their books. I feel like that would just be really cool. Yeah, I 100% agree. <laughs> uh, and I work with uh, I work with a group called Next Gen Gym Owners. It's like a it's a owners group and that does conferences and consulting for for gyms. And, um, you know, I'm a big believer in that and a big believer in collaboration and um I just think that's that's where our industry needs to go because mm-hmm. there's no reason we should – I mean, businesses are going to go out of business, right? But we should be successful and we should be growing and we need to get more kids in this sport. <clears throat> and for me, I believe it because the sport is such a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it it does so, such good things for these kids. Right. No, I agree. I mean, it teaches them, teaches them a lot of stuff, you know? And the best part is they can do it within the grounds of cheerleading. Hey, if you did this or this, you know, <laughs> now this is how it reacts in the real world. <laughs> so I'm going to hit you with another loaded question. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But I think, it's, I think it could be a good inspiration for some people out there because I think we've all been there at some point. But you almost quit cheerleading. Yes. But something brought you back. Yes. <laughs> so having been in the position where you were like, F it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And then coming back. And it wasn't too long that you took off. Right. But you changed your mind. You got to that darkest place where you like, actually, we've all, everyone thinks about everything with every job, you know, like I'm done, I'm not doing this anymore, but Mm -hmm. it's just words. But you actually like, you threw in the towel. Yeah. And then you came back. Yes. So if there's like, if you don't mind, you don't have to go into super detail, (laughs) um, but like what brought you back and having been in that position and coming back, any words of advice for anyone out there feeling like that? Just remember it's hard when you want it more than the kids do sometimes. And taking a step back and really like, 
getting the idea of where they want to go as a unit, not individually, but as a whole, I feel like really sets the tone with your athletes and like your everyday life that stacks up and then you show up to work and, you know, all the stresses of everything that comes in and follows you while you go to practice. And then one person takes one step out of the wrong way and you're like, put it together. You know, it's just, man, life gets tough. And if you don't stop for one second and just really get your life in order, your ducks in a row, everything will just collapse. And it doesn't matter what you're doing, cheerleading, work, whatever. And it collapsed on me. So when I took time off, I took a couple of weeks, you know, but like I had text messages from my athletes and their parents talking about how much please come back. We miss you. Like, it's not the same without you. Uh, Facebook messages from parents. Um, just little stuff that, like, Courtney would come home and give me letters from, like, some kid that was at the last practice and when I had my, like, complete meltdown. But, like, they, no matter how or what was going on, like, they just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I missed. It's like they were actually my kids and I missed them in my life. You know yeah. what I mean? 100%. So, like, I think that's the one thing that brought me back. It's just I know things are hard, but family's family. And you yell at them. You hate them sometimes, but they're better when they're in your life. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was the biggest thing. I came back and I was all kinds of crying, but... Life gets hard. Just take a big, deep breath. Stop. Take a day to yourself. And I feel like that's the biggest thing is taking a day to yourself and really disconnecting from the world, social media, all that stuff. I feel like that alone mm -hmm. is better than anything. Yeah. But I don't know if that answered your no, question. I, that was I, kind I of a tangent. <laughs> that's okay. I hit you with the unexpected one. Um, I hadn't planned that. It just, it just came to mind. And you know, I talk to, I talk to coaches and owners all the time who are like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And again, that's not good for any of us. Like if they're a good coach and they're a good owner, they, they're in it for the right reasons. It's not, that's not good for any of us. We I want to see, I want to see gyms grow. I want to see freaking 15 gyms in Oregon and Washington that have 300 kids each. Like that's good. Right. 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 That's Absolutely. all good for all of us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that means kids are going to jump around. They're going to go to different gyms, but if there's, I mean, like California, like California All-Stars, for instance, great program. Mm -hmm. In one of their gyms, they have more athletes than all of Oregon. Like, that's insane. Well, yeah, I mean. I mean, <laughs> Oregon has a very small All-Star footprint. I mean, we've probably got 275, maybe 300 kids in all of Oregon doing All-Star activity. That's not good. Like. What? Are they are they leaving cheerleading in general, or are Some they just going to other gyms? Some of them, leaving, really leaving cheer just in general. Um, you know, we're the we're the big gym with mm -hmm. 115 kids. We're like the we're the the huge gym. Um, isn't it 115? Aren't you D one? Isn't that D one five? One twenty five. Twenty five. Ten short. <laughs> You're darn right. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> I have no shame in admitting I we don't cut kids. Okay. I've never I've never put us in a position of saying we're gonna go D two intentionally beyond 
once tryouts have happened and once we place teams, um, I actually went into this tryout season thinking, I think we're going to be D1 next year. Like, I, I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to get a pretty big turnout and a lot mm-hmm. of, like, we're just going to be there. Um, we placed teams. We weren't quite there. And so, so at that point, we made the decision we're not going to go beyond the 125. Like okay. we're going to, we're going to be D2 this year. Obviously if we had 50 kids come walking in, that'd be one thing, but to go D1 with 127, not really makes sense. It doesn't really make sense. And we're not, we're not there yet. So, um, we do make the decision to not go past once we place teams, but I have no shame in admitting I, I like being in the D2 division. Yeah, man, I bet. <laughs> um, and not cause it's easy. No, I'm sure it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. I not mean, I've seen I've seen those teams, man. What is it, South Bay Divas? Yep. Yeah, they're insane. Um, and we've we've done we've done okay for ourselves, but you know, I put I put my medium senior four up against a D1 team. I have at, at competitions when they don't have splits, and we can hang. Yeah. I just would. I like being in the D2 division. Right now. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, any, uh, anything that you, uh, want to share with us about, like we're, we're wrapping up. So (laughs) any closing thoughts, any, uh, words of encouragement, words of advice that you think would be good for someone out there. I already kind of put you on the spot with some (laughs) don't give up, uh, inspiration there, but, um, no, I mean, just like I said, I feel like all-star is easy to get sucked into and like take over your day. You'll be at the gym from 9 a.m. till 10 o'clock between private lessons and classes and everything. Just And then from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. thinking about practice and watching videos. Exactly. Texting an athlete or a parent who's mad for some reason. Exactly. Just, just remember you need to take one day. Just take one day to yourself, and I guarantee you it's going to change everything. Don't, don't think about cheerleading. Cut everything off. Like, Go out for a walk. Go to a brewery. I don't care. Just take a day to yourself. I feel like that will, itself will change your life. Go fishing. <laughs> Go fishing. Whatever you do, right? There it Have is. a hobby. Exactly. Yeah. I feel you. That's, I suck at that. <laughs> well, cheerleading for a lot of us is our hobby, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what people, people always ask me. They're like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, I turn all my hobbies into businesses. So, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, everything I like to do, I do professionally in some way, except for cook. Oh really? And I love to cook. So I've, I actually realized it took me like four years to realize like if, if I have a hobby, it's probably cooking. Cooking. <laughs> I like to cook. I'm okay at it. I have a couple things I make that people are like, so good. Oh my gosh, you should sell this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's a business. I'm not care. doing that. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care if I can make a million dollars. Like I've got enough businesses. I, I'm either cutting one and doing that or nada. Um, well, my friend, I really appreciate you sitting down. Absolutely. I think we'll have to do this again. Yes. This is um, fun. Cause we could probably talk for hours. And the only reason I'm actually cutting it off is because we start teaching cheerleading again oh, in yeah. about 15 minutes. Um, yeah. Thanks for sitting down. Uh, if anyone wanted to reach out with, to you and get in touch with you, if they wanted to ask for advice, anything like that, uh, what would be the best way? What's Instagram uh, email Diaz.chris85 at Gmail. All right. Um, I can't say enough good things about Diaz if you're looking for someone to just (laughs) 
chat with. Aside from he's horrible at responding to text messages. Facts. Uh, These are facts. And or Facebook messages. Uh, he'll let them sit for days and days. He just leaves you unread. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting better at it, okay? I'm trying to. <laughs> it's okay. That's because he's taking that personal time for himself. Exactly. Not, See, it's set one day. <laughs> one day for three days. Three days. Sometimes. Um, well, thank you, my friend. And uh, we're going to get back to it. And for those of you who listened, thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you'd like more information about Dream Camps or any of our guests, contact us at info at OregonDreamCamps.com.